how many times did fear stop you from doing what, whatever it was that you wanted to do? I know that for me, fear has stopped me many times, even though I was not really aware of it. And that's why I want us to talk about fear today, because it's very essential for us to understand how to handle it, how to be aware of it, because once you know what to look for, you'll find it and you'll be able to handle it. Because at the end of the day, fear is not relevant. It's rather irrelevant, but how we hold it is essential. And this is what I learned from Susan Jeffers, who wrote a book called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. And she's basically an advocate for fear because she educates us about fear and how to handle it and how to not let it stand in our way. If we want to become more fearless, we need to we need to repeat daily to our minds whatever it is that we want to believe. And in this case it would be it would be helpful to keep saying that quote I have phenomenal coping skills. I have phenomenal coping skills because that means I can handle stress, that means I can handle fear. That means I can handle anything that life throws at me. And this statement, I have phenomenal coping skills, was used by the British therapist Marisa Peer, who came up with this whole movement, I am enough. And she's the founder of RTT, or Rapid Transformational Therapy. She is simply brilliant and... She came up with this phrase, I have phenomenal coping skills. And she was actually, she had a client who was going to, now I'm not sure if it was the AA meetings or or some, some basically meetings of people who were in need or in trouble. And they would have a strategy of saying nice things like, oh, today I saw a beautiful flower in the shop or in the garden and that made me happy. And when this client was talking about this strategy or so-called strategy to Marissa, she said, why don't you say instead of I saw a beautiful flower, why don't you say I have phenomenal coping skills? And she did it. And they actually put this phrase on the walls of that institute. I think it was actually a hospital kind of thing. And they put it there and they had the best results with these students, with these, well, clients or or patients who believed that they had phenomenal coping skills. They released them in the record, like in, in super fast time only because they've established this core belief that that could help them deal with whatever they were dealing with. So if you have a pen or a sticky note, why don't you write down, I have phenomenal coping skills and put it somewhere on the mirror or somewhere where you can see it so that you are reminded of it daily. Because progress comes by repetition. This is what I've learned from Sa de Simone, 
And Tsa is, his name is written S-A-H, and you can Google this guy. He's a spiritual guy, spiritual teacher, and you can find him on Instagram mostly. And he he used this quote, or he actually pointed out this fact to us on the one during one of his master classes where he said progress comes by repetition and I was just star struck really because I was just like yes progress indeed comes by repetition you do reps when you do your workout or you know when you do yoga it's all but it's all repetition man you just need to be very patient to do it again and again and again right if you come to the math and you do some pose every single day, you will improve eventually, and it's the repetition that makes it happen. So really, our mind really learns by repetition. So whatever belief you want to create in your life, it's essential to repeat it daily and make your mind familiar with it. Because your mind, once your mind is familiar with... uh, belief or a thought it will be okay with it there will be no resistance it will be just like okay we are we have phenomenal coping skills we are good we are all set okay so you just need to be you just need to look at your brain and see it as a or your mind and see it as a molding kind of thing that that you can shape okay and you shape it by repetition. Now, let's talk about fear, because fear is something that we get to feel so often in life, and there are some universal truths about fear, and I would like to go through them right now, and I found them in, once again, in the book by Susan Jeffers, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. So number one, the fear will never go away as long as I continue to grow. This means that as you decide to level up your life, as you decide to become a better version of yourself every single day, that will mean you will be doing more and more challenging things, which will result in more and more fear. But it will be just the intensity of fear that will probably increase. But the the point is to do it anyway and that moves me to the universal truth about fear number two the only way to get rid of the fear of doing something is to go out and do it and if you've ever tried public speaking you will know that the fear is there at the very big like at the before you go on stage but once you are on stage and you start to talk, it's gone because there is nothing else for you to do. You just have to go on with it and you just have to be focused on whatever it is that you want to say. So you kind of forget about the fear and you just do it and you are in the flow. So that's number two. And number three, the only way to feel better about yourself is to go out and do it. So this has all to do with self-esteem, self-confidence, Every single time you decide to put yourself, you know, to to show up and to 
put yourself out there, you will feel good about yourself. And this reminds me of Ty Lopez and his quote that at the end of the day, you feel good about yourself when you did what you were supposed to do. And you always know what you are supposed to do. And if you don't, you should ask somebody who can help you, a coach, a mentor. But most of the time you know what your tasks are, what you should be doing. And it's only a matter of whether you do it or not. And at the end of the day, you feel good about yourself when you know that you did it, that you didn't give up on yourself, that you showed up, that you, you know, followed, followed through. <clears throat> Excuse me. And some extra truth to mention is that everyone feels the fear, okay? It's not that Jennifer Lopez doesn't feel it, it's there. And I was um, listening to Grant Cardone, he's a big mentor of mine, and he says that, well, he regularly organizes the biggest business event in the world called 10x. GrowthCon, GrowthCon, it's like 10x movement, 10x conference, and there are all these huge superstars talking there. There were there was John Travolta, and and so many others. I don't even remember now, but very influential people, people who are on the very top, and. He would say that he would be he would see every single person before that person went on stage, which, which was a huge stadium. It was I don't I, I don't really remember how many people, but thousands, thousands of people. And he would say that no matter who was about to go on stage, everyone was full of fear. Everyone. So it's not like you are the only one in the world who feels the fear. It's all of us. We are all the same, okay? So that's good news. And I think good news is also that the fear goes away once you decide to go for it and do it. That's also very, I think, that's good news for sure right there. So really what we want to move from is that sort of learned helplessness. And this is a a term that... Martin Seligman came up with, he is a well-known psychologist and he came up with positive psychology. So he was the very first one who actually was like, hey guys, like Freud and Jung, I think we've been focused on the wrong side of the coin for a very long time, meaning we look at psychology from all the wrong angles of people being depressed and anxious and suicidal but what if we looked at psychology from a good point of view from the positive point of view so that's where martin seligman comes comes from that's those are his belief his beliefs his contribution to the world of psychology and also this concept of of learned helplessness which is something that's very interesting it's basically says that we learn to give up. And there was an experiment made by uh, Martin himself with two dogs and two cages and they would there would be a uh, electric current switched on on the bottom of the cage and the dogs 
would obviously freak out at the very beginning, but there was a lever they could use. And once they worked with that lever, the, the current, the electric current would be switched off, but only in one of the cages. So one dog feels the current, wants to help himself. So he goes to the lever and switches the current off. The second dog tries to do the same thing, but it doesn't work. The current is still there. And what the dog in the second cage does is basically he gives up. He just lies on the floor and he's just done. And then they make, uh, they put them in different kind of cage and the cage is divided into two parts. And there is like a little, little thing they have to jump through in order to go to the next part of the cage. And as soon as, again, the current is started, all they have to do is to jump through that little obstacle and they are safe. There is no current there. And the first dog, he does it, he saves himself, but the second dog, he doesn't do it because he has learned previously from the previous cage that it's pointless. So he just lays there and he doesn't jump through that little obstacle that could save his life. So it's it's very, very interesting to see that we really do learn how to be hopeless, how to be helpless. And this is very much connected to depression as well and to fear as well that you know you learn to be afraid you learn to handle situations in a way that you do and and maybe this is a question of do you like where what what areas of your life did you give up on where do you feel helpless some people for some people it could be health for some it could be money and this phenomenon is actually could be seen even in um, global warming. We don't see how we could contribute to to fight global warming. So we just feel kind of helpless, you know, and we don't think we are responsible. Or when you are used to your paycheck to your salary and you kind of give up on different streams of income that's also learned helplessness so there are many many examples of this phenomenon and it's very important once again to be aware of it just like you are aware of fear you should be aware of learned helplessness so with that being said i will close with a beautiful quote from this book that I keep celebrating here, feel the fear and do it anyway. And that will be all for today. So, so the kind of power we are looking for is the, the kind of power that leaves you free since you don't expect the rest of the world to fill you up. It's not the ability to get someone else to do what you want them to do. It's the ability to get yourself to do what you want to do. If you do not own this kind of power, you lose your sense of peace. This is a beautiful quote by Susan Jeffers. So let it land, as Preston Smiles used to say, let it land, let it land, because it's so beautiful. And do whatever you have to do today to be at peace with yourself and 
you will be at peace with yourself when you do what you are supposed to do today. So good luck with that. You can do it. And remember that fear is irrelevant. Tomorrow we'll talk about responsibility, what it actually means to be responsible for your own life. So stay tuned and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.